Welcome to the Encounter Christian Church Message Podcast, where we bring you the latest messages from our Sunday services. To find out more about Encounter, or to plan your visit with us, you can find us online at www.encounter.cc. We hope you enjoy this message. You know, we've been doing a series called the Identity Series, and uh, we've had a couple of weeks off. Uh, We had Pastor Mick uh, Geerling preach, he, he was a guest speaker and then we had Father's Day last week where we had a special Father's Day service and, uh, and so we're going to continue part four this week. Uh, first week we talked about Christ's ambassadors, second week we talked about being adopted into, uh, adopted by the king as we're all sons and daughters and then uh, week three Aston preached about being spiritual mothers and fathers and raising up the next generation and being intentional in that way. And so this week I'm going to continue by talking about being Christ's body. We are Christ's body. And so the Bible talks specifically uh, in the New Testament. Paul actually, the Apostle Paul writes regularly about being the body of Christ. And so we can actually learn a lot from the New Testament about what it is to be the body. And so we're going to look at what Paul uh, talks about um, in the New Testament. We'll look at a few different scriptures and just pull out what it is to be the body of Christ and help us as a church to step into who God has called us to be, that we would fully um, step into our identity as as Christians and as the church and as Encounter Christian Church so that we can uh, function the way that God has called us to function. And so the first thing I want to look at this morning that Paul identifies as being the body is that we are actually one body with many parts. We are one body with many parts. So we're going to read from Romans 12 verse 3 to 8 this morning and it says this, for by the grace given me I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. See, the Apostle Paul highlights many different parts of the body here and the different parts in which we can identify with. But I think the important thing to identify for us when we're looking at this is that, that we're all different. There are many different parts that make up the one body. See, we are not made the same. God actually made us all as individuals. We all have special gifts, we all have special talents and we all have a different role to play within the body. And so it's really important that we don't ever get caught trying to be somebody else. You know, you are just as valuable as the next person, no matter what skills, no matter what talents, no matter, no matter uh, what strengths you have, every part of the body is, is equal and has uh, an important part to play. You know, I think uh, one of the things that has actually happened in the church is that we've celebrated some parts of the body over others. And we've neglected some parts of the body 
and really put our attention on some parts. And it's kind of like, you know, uh, we see those men in the gym who actually have this really huge top part and they skip leg day all the time. They've got these tiny little skinny legs. And I think for us as the body, we've had, uh, we've been uh, pumping up the top part of our body, we've been working out the top part, but we haven't been working out the legs. And I think it's really important in this next season for, for us as a church that we actually identify all the different parts and we work on all the different parts and exercising the whole body, not just one part of the body. It's, uh, you know, when I, uh, when I busted my knee, I, uh, I actually had to, I, I snapped my ACL and I, I then had to get surgery and then I had to go through rehab. And one of the things that, that was highlighted to me was if I didn't rehab my knee well, I was actually suffering in other parts of the body then had to overcompensate in order for, for me to be able to function well. And when, when things are out of balance like that, uh, you know, I was having back pain and things like that and it was, it was getting hard. I was, uh, um, you know, you're compensating, you're limping on one side. And this is kind of a picture of what happens when we, don't, um, when we don't put our full attention on the whole body and get the body functioning the way it should be. We end up overcompensating on one while the other one becomes weak. You know, we need to activate, just like I had to on my knee, I had to activate certain muscles again because they had gone to sleep, that they weren't working properly anymore. And we need to do the same in our body. We need to activate every single muscle, every single part of our body to work uh, in unison uh, and together so that we can become all that God has called us to be. The second thing I want to highlight this morning is that we are all connected. See, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 to 20 says this, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of uh, one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it should not for that reason stop being part of the body. Excuse me. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. So we need to understand that the whole body is connected together. That we you know, in our body, we actually have many different parts that actually work together to make up our whole being. And it's really important that we understand that one part of the body can't work without the other. You know, if I, if I was to chop off uh, one part of my body, I wouldn't be able to function as well as if I had that part of the body. And so we can't ever say to one part of our body, we don't need you anymore. Um, you know, I can function without you. Uh, you know, if I had no eyes, I wouldn't actually be able to walk around very well. Uh, I would need a cane or a guide dog because I'd be blind. Or if I had no ears and I was deaf, I wouldn't be able to hear what was going on and so 
I'd have to use sign language and find other ways in, in, uh, to communicate and have other people to communicate back to me. And it's no different in the body of Christ. See, we can't, we can't actually uh, function without other parts of the body fully the way that God has created us to function. We need to all be connected together. And unity is really important in this. You know, we all need to be uh, working together towards the same goal. You know, God has one plan and one purpose for us, and that is uh, to bring about his kingdom purposes here on earth so that we can, um, uh, you know, get people back to God uh, and being under his kingdom rule uh, and being, uh, uh, being full disciples and believers in him. And so it's really important that we, uh, that we don't cut off any part of the body and that we actually get every part of the body working together, connected in unity. And I think it's really important that we understand what connects us together. See, love is what connects us together. See, love, love is actually the, the, uh, the muscles and, the, and the, the tendons and the things that all hold us together that, that actually bind us together. And, uh, you know, I think it's really important that we, we never lose sight of, of loving one another. You know, I actually don't have this scripture with me today. I hadn't planned to say this one, but uh, when Jesus was talking to his disciples before he went to the cross, he, he talked about loving one another and that, that um, the world would know each other by their love for one another. It would be like the symbol of, of knowing what it is to be a Christian, that when we, um, when we love each other well, people would look at us and go, actually, I want to be a part of that. I want to be included in that. And see, when we have this sort of love, it actually connects us together and it helps us to operate the way that God has called us to operate. And one of the big functions for us is actually operating in a way that actually uh, shows his love to the world, that we... Uh, um, that we um, declare his goodness to the world around us and so one of the ways in which we do that is, is by loving each other and so it's really important that we are connected uh, through love and not and not neglecting one another uh, through division and slandering and all those sorts of things that can happen when groups of people get together the third thing I want to highlight about the body this morning is that Jesus Christ is the head. See, there can only be one head of the body and there is only one body. See, every church isn't a separate body. We're all, every Christian isn't a separate body. We're all part of one body. And, and for that body to function, it needs a head. See, from the, from the head, uh, the head is what tells the rest of the body to do. And, you know, I, I, if I, I want to do anything, if I want to take a step, if I want to take... Uh, you know, talk, if I want to look at something, if I want to point at something, any action, any movement requires me to first have a thought in the brain. And my brain then sends a signal to that part of the body in order to function. And so here, my brain actually represents the authority of my body. This is what the head does. It, it tells the body what to do. And in the same way, this is what Jesus represents in the church, in that he is the, the head of the body, he is the one that actually tells the body where to go and what to do and how to function and how to operate. And so it's really important that we never lose sight of who the head is. 
You know, uh, Jesus actually um, role modeled this the best, I think. If we look at John 5, verse 19, it says, Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only... He can do only what he sees the Father doing because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. So we see this connection between the head and the body that when Jesus was here on earth, he, was, he only did what he saw the Father doing. And in the same way uh, that we are connected to Jesus as the head, we should be only be functioning uh, because of what he tells us to do in the way that he tells us to do it. And when we get this right... We actually set ourselves up to be able to function uh, in the best way possible. I think it's really important that we, we never put somebody else as the head. And I think as humans, we have a tendency uh, to fall into this trap that we want to live our own lives. We want to run our own lives. We want uh, other people to tell us what to do. We want to look to others and role model off them. And I think this can be a real trap in that... Um, if we're not role modeling our life on, on Jesus, it's like cutting the head off. We're, we're disconnecting ourselves from the head. You know, Colossians 2, verse 18 to 19 says, Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind, they have lost connection with the head from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. See, see, in order for us to grow, in order for us to function the way that God has called us to function, we need to be connected to the head. We need to only do what he calls us to do. We only, need, we only do what, he, what we see him doing. And this is why it's so important that we read our Bible, that we, that we spend time praying connecting to him that we're, our relationship with him is good you know when I think about um, uh, you know I, I like watching uh, X Games and things like that and one of the one of the uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Nitro Circus and the, and the Nitro Circus is you know motorbikes and and skateboards and scooters and push bikes all doing these crazy jumps and flips and things and there's there's actually a famous um, uh, clip where a guy actually he tries a a double front flip on a motorbike for the first time and he does it in front of this whole audience and he actually comes up short and he lands on the back wheel and totally slides off lands on his butt and and he's he actually broke his back in front of a whole crowd which was pretty shocking to watch but what he did is he actually severed his spine when, when we break our back, we, we sever our spine and we become um, a paraplegic. And this is kind of a picture of what happens when we disconnect ourselves from God. You know, we, we, you know, we need our signal to come from the head. The head is what tells us to do. And so when, when we're not connected to the head, it's like us severing the spine and becoming paraplegics. We actually can't function the way that God has called us to function. And so it's really important that we hold on to the connection, that we have clear pathways to God, that he can speak to us openly and clearly and that we're not putting blockages in the way or disconnecting ourselves from him. You know, God wants us 
um, to function the way he's called us to function as the church and as the body of Christ. And the best way we can do that is by having Christ as the head. You know, we, we are called as a church uh, to be God's hands and feet to this world. You know, Luke 4 verse 18 to 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to, pro to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the good news of the Lord's favour. This is what Jesus came for. And when we look at what Jesus did, we can actually role model our lives on what he did and we can continue to operate the way he did. And this has been connected to the head. We can look at his life and go, we need to um, operate the way he did. And the best way we can do that is by being his hands and feet. We can pro uh, proclaim the good news to the poor. And we do that by actually, I talked the other week about actually not just trying to get everybody converted, but actually just loving people first. That we actually go out of our way to feed and help the poor. That those who are oppressed and are, and are prisoners, that we actually help them to be free. That we, that we do our bit to, to help them out. That, those, that we pray for those who, who, are, uh, who need healing in their body. That we, we go out of our way to, to actually proclaim the Lord's favour on people's lives. The other thing we're called to do is that we're called to be salt and light of the earth. See, Matthew 5, verse 13 to 16 says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that, that, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. See, being salt and light actually means doing good, good works and good deeds. We need to go out of our way to represent God in all that we do, so that we love others well, that we, that we um, are intentional about uh, helping those who are not as in good a position as us. And in doing so, we, we actually rep, um, we, we point people to Jesus. We, we, we show them the love of a father and that we, we represent him well. So, you know, I, for us as a church, I believe God is taking us on a journey, that he is, is um, guiding and directing us in a certain direction right now uh, to, to become all that he's called us to be. And I think for too long we've, we've, uh, we've put our focus on certain areas and we've, we've maybe focused on ourselves individually and, and, and God has maybe potentially, um, you know, just kind of been an accessory rather than being the main thing. And, uh, and we've celebrated certain parts of the body over other parts. And, and I just see God actually just um, bringing the whole body back into alignment. It's like this whole chiropractor thing where, you know, I went to the chiropractor this week and he, he cracked me in places I didn't know you could be cracked. And, uh, you know, he cracked my neck and my back and, man, it was, it was, it was crazy. But what he did is he realigned my body in a, in a way that allowed me to, to uh, move freely that I couldn't before. And I see that this is what's happening right now in the body of Christ, that God is actually realigning the body uh, to, to operate 
freely in the way that he has called it to operate. That Christ is the head and all these many body parts working together, connected in love, uh, moving forward, running together uh, for the things of God. You know, I, I caught up with my sister-in-law, Pastor Stacey Hillier, not long ago, and she talked about a picture of all the different churches being like one of those dolls that you could pull all the parts off. And, uh, and she was just saying she saw different churches coming together, just, you know, one church being an arm and another church being a leg and being clicked back into the body and, and, and just seeing this beautiful picture of the body coming together and actually functioning again the way that God had created it to be. You know, one of the things I think where the church has gone down this path of uh, denominationalism where we're, we're fighting over different beliefs in the Bible and different things that um, uh, when it comes into the light of eternity, they, they actually might not matter too much. In fact, what matters the most is that God's name is glorified, that we believe in him and that Christ died on the cross for our sins. And uh, when we celebrate and come around those things in unity, we will start to see the Christ, that Christ's body is functioning the way that he's called it to be. And I believe one of the, the greatest things that we will see in this next uh, season is, is the power of God moving in and through his body. That we would be a body that is supernatural, uh, that we would see signs and wonders, miracles uh, start to happen in and through the body that it won't just be about a fancy service, that it won't just be about having a good time, and it won't be just about teas and coffees in the foyer, but we will see the power of God manifesting in and through his church, uh, and that we will see his kingdom come here in Shepparton and beyond. And so I believe that is what God is doing in and through, the, through us now and, and is, is setting us up for. And so I, I just want to leave you with that today and uh, I'd love to just pray with you right now so if you're if you're watching would you just um, close your eyes with me and I'd love to just pray a blessing over you this morning so Heavenly Father I thank you that you are uh, doing a mighty work in and through our lives right now that you are you are realigning your body that you are um, you are causing your body to grow uh, and become all that you've called it to be Lord, I pray for those who have felt neglected um, um, for you know, whatever period of their life that they've been in church, Lord God, that, that you would actually uh, build them up and help us to build those parts of the body up that have been neglected, Lord God. And that those who are strong, Lord God, would actually would stand up and help move their attention towards those who have been neglected, Lord God, and that we would start to ex exercise the body in the way that you've called it to be and to be a healthy functioning um, athletic body Lord God Lord I pray that um, that you would help us to to be connected to you in all that we do that there would be um, those who have maybe been disconnected Lord God that they would come and be reattached back into the body with you Lord God as you as their Lord and Saviour and Lord all those things that may have, may have actually pulled us away from you that you would actually uh, bring healing and strength into those areas. And, and Lord, we just stand against any attack of the enemy that has caused disconnection, caused hurt and pain, and that we would see the biggest revival of people who once knew you coming back to you, Lord God, that they would uh, walk with you once again, knowing you, loving you, and, and being connected to the body, Lord.
So I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. To stay in touch with Encounter, follow us on Instagram at encounter.cc or find us on Facebook at encounter.shepherd.